0: Coming up in this episode of The Wheelhouse, opening doors or closing them? That is the question. Stay tuned. I'm Dr. Grant Chandler, CEO of Students Matter, and this is The Wheelhouse. In this season of our podcast, we'll mix interviews and conversations with in-depth thinking around our three foundational components of our framework, accomplishment-driven leadership, superior instruction, and powerful student care. You know, we believe it's our priority as educators to prove to each student how incredibly distinctive and irreplaceable his or her life is. Together, let's continue to step up to this incredibly important challenge and add additional tools and skills right into our wheelhouse. Welcome to the final episode of season two of the wheelhouse. You know it's kind of interesting uh, how how plans uh, generate themselves and how, of course, they derail. Um, this episode was originally slated to go to be produced and to uh, and to be. Uh, published on June 28th. Uh, But of course, we got hit by uh, lightning uh, here in the Midwest in a series of storms. And so we were without cable and internet for a few days. And so as we're thinking about wrapping this up, and now we'll wrap this up on July 5th, I, I hope you all had a fantastic 4th of July celebration. It's interesting how uh, the original plan then certainly gets pushed aside. And there have been a series of posts that, uh, once again, have been unable to get out of my mind. And I've been thinking about them for the last couple of weeks. And I think it just is a really, to talk about them, is just a really profound way to end, uh, wrap up, I should say, season two of The Wheelhouse and uh, so I think we're, that's where we're going to go today. And if we were to connect the dots on these big ideas, I would say that what comes to mind is is the title of, of today's episode, and that is, as educators, our responsibility is to open doors, not close them. You know, I've been saying that a lot over the last 10 years and continue to say it. Uh, but there have just been some really interesting comments that I've seen in social media uh, over the last few months. And one in particular uh, that I'm going to share with you and read that to you verbatim really focuses, I think, very, very acutely the difference between education that closes doors. And education that opens doors, opens doors, and I mean opens doors for each and every student. You know, I was recently talking with a, a principal, and he was talking about you know a, a couple of his teachers and how it's very difficult for him to move his teachers to thinking about um, not responding to in inappropriate ways to to students engagement or lack of engagement and, and one of the things he said that again struck me and i think fits very tightly into into the theme of this particular episode was we were talking about one of his teachers and he was commenting about how she's a really really good teacher however he's really got to get her to see that she gives up too quickly on students, right? And so she teaches fifth grade. And, you know, she made the comment recently that, you know, she, um, if if fifth graders don't want to engage in her class, she's just not going to worry about it. And she's going to teach the kids who want to learn. And, you know, she's not a horrible human being. she's a She's a good teacher. And yet, why would we allow a fifth grader to make decisions that are going to have a profound impact on their lives moving forward. And then I thought about that, and I thought, well, you know, we as adults do the same thing. We make decisions about fifth graders or fourth graders, or it doesn't matter what grade, that are going to have a profound impact on that person's life moving forward. And I thought, you know, we really don't have, we don't have that right, nor do we have that right to allow children to make those decisions. Our job has got to be to make doors open, as many doors open for each and every student that we possibly can. And so, a couple of posts that I thought were were interesting. I saw one i'm I'm developing a course on classroom management uh, for a couple of client districts, And uh, I saw a post about classroom management. And of course, I'm not a huge believer in, may, in allowing consequences to be the driving determinator for how we teach children. And you know, I believe as I am a huge subscriber, to the work of Dr. Ross Green, who believes that when children have difficulty meeting our behavioral expectations, it's because they can't, not because they won't. And that we have to teach them, we have to identify those lagging skills, and we have to teach them collaboratively and proactively how to to meet our expectations. And this particular post that I saw was about the effective classroom management is not about consequences. It's about the right relationship, right? And so, and then I saw another post recently about, from uh, an author who, and I'm going to, who said, you know, and we've seen this frequently, you know, pay now or pay later. You You can either spend your time consequenting children, or you can spend your time teaching lagging skills and meeting their unmet social and emotional needs and seeing a far different result. And so you're going to pay, you're going to invest the time. The question becomes, what do we want to invest our time in? Do we want to invest our time in creating adversarial relationships with children, young and old, where all we are are the giver of consequences? Or do we really want to spend our time thinking about understanding where students are, what those unmet social emotional needs are, understand what their lagging skills are, and being able to collaboratively, as Ross Green would say, proactively work together to meet those needs. I know that I would rather spend my time doing something that opens doors rather than closing doors. And then I saw another tweet from probably a special education teacher, and it was about graduation time. And, you know, she talked about and encouraged People to, you know, absolutely, there's all sorts of fantastic celebrations happening, you know, at at the time of graduation. You know, we've got all sorts of rituals around graduation, you know, and we have um, literally artifacts, right? We've got honor cords and all sorts of decor to add to the academic regalia to honor those high. Achieving students and what they were able to accomplish during their whether it's K 12 education, whether it is um, higher education, right? That their academia and the regalia are all about celebrating those fantastic achievements. But her suggestion or her plea was to find. And here she was talking about from the lens of, I think, being a special education teacher. And so she's like, you know, go find a student with a graduation who had an IEP and who really struggled. And I'm going to expand that and say, it doesn't have to be a student with an IEP. I would say, find a student who struggled, whose journey through high school wasn't easy. And we ought to be congratulating that student with the same level of enthusiasm, the same level of excitement, the same level of congratulations, because as she said, they climbed their Mount Everest and their Mount Everest happened to look differently than other people's Mount Everest. And their accomplishment is every bit as important Every bit as amazing as that student who is dressed in in, and decorated with academic regalia. And I'm like, you know, that really ties so closely into this theme of our responsibility being to open doors rather than to close doors. And I, I wonder where. I know where it came from, but I know under why we haven't moved beyond looking at children, young and old, 4-year-olds to 18-year-olds and recognizing that we as educators don't really understand can't understand where their potential can take them. Yes, we're really good at identifying kids who are going to struggle. Get it. But we cannot predict and ought not predict and ought not act on those predictions where we have no idea what a student is capable of doing, what a young person is capable of doing when they become an adult. And we have no idea where their life path is going to take them. And so we should be making sure as educators that we look differently through a different filter. Not about closing doors, whether that is with consequences or whether that is with um, not ignoring them in the classroom because they choose not to engage in our lesson. Or whether that's because we have different expectations academically, socially, or emotionally for students as they progress through K 12, but our job should be and ought to be to open doors and to make sure that what we do as educators nurtures their future and nurtures their potential. And I think it goes to almost every aspect. We need to look at almost every aspect of how we do school from consequences we give, from rewards that we give, from classes that students have access to and don't have access to. I remember when I eliminated, as an administrator, when I eliminated teacher permission into advanced placement courses, right? Because we were using that teacher teacher permission in terms of placement to filter out who we thought should have access, and who shouldn't have access to advanced placement courses. When in reality, students and their families should be making those decisions with the information that they need to know so that they know what those expectations are in those particular classes. And I remember the resistance I initially got from eliminating that step where teacher students sorry had to go grovel. Uh... At a teacher's door and a teacher's classroom in order to get signed permission for a student to take an AP class, and so there are so many things that we do intentionally and unintentionally that contribute to closing doors. But there's one in particular that I want to I want to read verbatim and quote because it was so profound and it's so, so absolutely tied to this idea of opening doors and closing doors. And it is from, uh, uh, social media from a man named Sunil Singh, S-I-N-G-H on Twitter. And he, he shared a post, a message that he got from a student. Uh, and I'm going to read that here, uh, as, as, as a post and, and talk about how incredibly profound this is on so many levels. He addresses his former teacher and says, quote, odds are reasonable you don't remember me, but you taught me calculus at AHS in like 2009 or 2010. I was a good student, but I bombed your course or the exams anyway. You didn't care. You helped me get through, and in the end, you gave me a grade that didn't kill my chances to get into college. Yesterday, I finished my PhD, biology, more math than I would have guessed. It is truest, it is everywhere, and I wanted to say thank you. You could have failed me, and none of this would have been possible, but you didn't. You cared, and that left doors open. Cheers. I wonder how many rules, <laughs> how many, how many uh, customs in a, in a particular building, how many things that amazing teacher disrupted because that wasn't important to move this student forward in life. And I wonder if this amazing teacher ever assumed that this young student would ever get a PhD in biology, right? And that probably wasn't even that important. But what he didn't know and what he acted upon was not knowing where this young person wanted to go and he wasn't going to do anything to change and to and to diminish his chances and you think about what happens when we with some of the marks we give the grades we give the uh, other actions that we take in school and we and some of those we know profoundly close doors for students and you know others would argue that you know, well the students know that and, and they should they should behave accordingly and yet I am stuck on this notion that these young people are just that they are 18 years old or younger while they're in our schools most of them can't vote And there are so many other things that they're not allowed to do, and yet, why would we give them? Why would we give them this incredible power, to, to make decisions that could alter the course of their lives forever? And we too do the same thing. And I and so I urge us all, as we celebrate the Fourth of July, and we celebrate great things happening in our country. And we worry about things that aren't so good happening in our country. And we take time to re-energize and to to reflect upon 15 months of teaching in a global pandemic. And we think about this amazing opportunity to to redefine normal as the 21-22 school year comes closer and closer to becoming reality. And I urge you to think about this whole idea of open versus closed doors. And I urge us to come together as a profession, educators, young and old, leaders and teachers, to think about how we can significantly disrupt an already disrupted status quo so that when we put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And when we think about creating a new normal in 21, 22, and beyond, that we are focused on this notion of doing everything we can to open doors and close none. I thank you for taking your time in the last three months to engage with the wheelhouse. It has been a pleasure to share some thinking, some good ideas, and some great conversations with some educational leaders. The Wheelhouse will, uh, this wraps up season two of The Wheelhouse, and we will return for season three in September. The week after Labor Day, we will return. And so we are scheduled to bring to you season three on Monday, September 13th. So on behalf of The Wheelhouse and on behalf of Students Matter, we wish you a fantastic summer of 2021. Looking forward to disrupting the status quo with you as we continue to define a better new normal for our students in 21, 22 and beyond. (music) And that wraps up another episode of The Wheelhouse. If you have something you'd like to share or a teaching or leadership problem you'd like to see us address, drop us a line at onlineacademy at ourstudentsmatter.org, and we'll add that to our lineup. Together, our goal is to continuously expand our own leadership and instructional expertise and to prove to each student that his or her life is of immense and irreplaceable value. This is hard work but it is the noblest of all professions. Until next time, remember, we can do this.